This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. When I was in high school, I worked at McDonald's, much like much like a lot of high school students. Well, one day, I made myself a hamburger. You know, I was I was one of the guys in the back flipping the burgers, making hamburgers. And in fact, that day, I think I was on the quarter pounder side of the kitchen. You know, they had a they had us organized. That one side worked on the regular stuff. One side worked on the stuff that used quarter pounder meat. And there's another batch in the back that would like make chicken sandwiches and stuff. And I had made myself a hamburger. And I it took me a big old bite. Just, oh. And right about then I was told, hey, we need uh, six more quarter pounders. So I put my quarter pounder down. Made six quarter pounders and sent them over so they could wrap them and stick them in the stupid heating vent that they no no longer have. A few minutes later, after the rush goes over, I notice, hey, where'd my hamburger go? Didn't think anything of it because it was really, really quite the normal for us to eat like a bite or two of a sandwich and someone throw it away and we'd have to make another one. It was called, it was pretty normal because basically, you know, stuff got dropped on the floor all the time, whatever. So it became normal. If you just saw a hamburger sitting to the side or whatever, just go ahead and throw the thing away. <laughs> so I didn't think anything of it. An hour later, the manager storms back into the into the kitchen area slams i mean slams her hand on top of the table who did this and holds up a quarter pounder with a cartoonish looney tunes looking bite mark taken out of the quarter pounder now i should have an oscar by now because i'm an excellent actor and I say that because without missing a beat, I was like, hey, guys, that's not funny. Who did that? That's gross. And the manager looked at me. Did you do it? I was like, no, I didn't do that. That's stupid. Why, why would I even do that? And the manager believed me. Started, well, I'll find out who did it. They're fired. You know, she never found out who did it because, you know, she didn't fire me. So she storms off and we're all laughing because like, and we're like who was that and we're like i don't know because at any given minute it could have been any of us this hamburger that went that way and there i'm in the back of my head like there's where my hamburger went i guess i sent it up front so someone bought my hamburger i ate because i was a dumbass teen but also this is being awesome the podcast about loving transformers and having fun i'm rob how's it going and i I used to work at McDonald's when I was a teenager. This week in awesome, guys, I'm guys, this week is going to be an awesome one. And I say that every week because this show's about awesome stuff. But in particular, in particular, I said that really close to the microphone so you could understand the particularness of it. You see, there's a lot of cool Transformer stuff going on right now. And in fact, I know I'm not the only Transformers podcast out there. In fact, I'm on a network full of Transformers podcasts. So everything that's already happened has already been talked about. You, I'm not even going to bother. But there's some pretty cool stuff going on with the movie and the new movie being made. And, you know, was it uh, 
the comics and toys and all there's a lot of cool stuff going on and you know tra- it, being awesome is the podcast about loving transformers and having fun the having fun stuff there's a lot of cool stuff going on there's cool video games i mean e3's going on right now look at all that cool stuff new zelda game i can't wait to get that you know i mean a new god of war that looks awesome and you know what? Everyone knows how excited I am for this new Ghostbusters because I love me some Ghostbusters. Guys, next week there's going to be a Papa John's Ghostbusters pizza. It's actually probably going to sell by the time this episode goes up. I'm getting one. How about you guys? I, it, it's just so much awesome is going on. You know, just awesome stuff. Well, guys, in that awesome field, longtime listeners know that I love the core. That awesome action figure line, the core that Lenard makes. Well, I've mentioned in past episodes that I'm really anxious to see what's coming next in the core because the current line, uh, Core Elite, the Core Elite Core versus Curse, you know, has been on the shelf since about last summer, about this time last summer. It was a really great line. And it's been like, okay, what's coming next? It's about time for some new toys to hit, or at least some some sort of information or whatever. So I got impatient. And I wrote Lenard an email. And let me tell you guys something. Over the past couple of months, I've spoke with, you know, on a couple of different subjects with Blake from Lenard. Blake is the guy who des- who's one of Lenard's uh, big designers. He's actually their head of design. And he's the one that takes lead on uh, the core. So Blake and I talked for a little bit and he get, we did a Q and a with Blake. So, um, we wanted to do it, uh, audio wise, but I had such a weird and random week last week because, you know, I've told you guys, yeah, I, I work in the, I work in the stone industry. I work in granite. I work in marble. It's summer, you know, construction is, it's, it's just booming. It's summertime. So I, I've, I'm practically living at work, and when I'm not at work, I'm running wild because I'm fixing to get married, you know. So I had a busy week. So Blake was kind enough to do it email. So I sent Blake some questions, and he sent them back. And holy crap, Blake's got some information on the core. Now I know I am not the only person who likes the core in the being awesome fan verse here. I know there's listeners here who like the core too, and you know what? I am actually going to share this with a core message group so they can get they can hear this this ep- information in this new episode. So guys, I'm going to read this interview and I hope you guys bear with me because I'm I know how fun it's got to be to listen to me read something off, but hey, I I'm, when I get to my point parts, I'm going to read them in a funny voice. And then I'll read Blake's parts in my own voice because well guys, like I don't mean to toot my own horn. But I got a pretty sexy voice. So I think I, I do Mr. Blake's decent honors by not ridiculing his part. So here we go. Let's see. I'm scrolling. Okay. Here's here's my qu- first question. Corpse collectors all around the world are excited for what's coming after the popular Elite versus Curse. Can we expect a continuation or is there a new direction coming next? So Blake goes on to ask, it's great that they're excited about the corpse elite versus curse. That's something that took a lot of pushing in house to establish a more versus theme. I've, I have always wanted to make the corpse, the core. I always say the corpse, the core, its own rich story and grow to be a brand that people would want because of its awesome sculpts and designs that everyone can afford something dynamic. 
that when you see it on the shelf looking at you, say, I want to play with that and learn more about these guys in our universe. Our plan is to continue growing this tension and the standoff between, excuse me, the standoff between between the core and the curse. See how the battle unfolds. Who who gets a win, rain or the plague? You know they both think they're going to do, they, you, I'm stumbling, I'm sorry. You know they both think they're doing the right thing, and that's what makes the battle so interesting. We've got a lot of cool plans for new both new vehicles, excuse me, for new vehicles both big and small. In fact, coming out this Thanksgiving, we have an epic surprise for our fans. So guys, first question right there. The theme is continuing elite versus curse, meaning the elite of the core versus the bad guys, the curse that's led by plague, a former member of the core. Awesome toy line guys. If you're not into it, check it out. So that theme is continuing and we're getting some new vehicles. That's awesome. And you know, so we're getting a big surprise come Thanksgiving. Now Thanksgiving, going to be on my honeymoon at Universal Studios. Don't worry. I'm still going to be checking my phone every few minutes to see what core news is coming because I'm excited. This is going to be so cool. Next question. Let me wet my whistle real quick. Mm, That's good. Will new product be store exclusive or available at general retail? And when can we expect to start seeing it? Blake goes on to answer. In the U.S., we've partnered with Walmart to create the Elite line, as well as one of our main partners in Europe, Smith's Toys. These are, to two, these are two main places you're going to find Core Elite, but we haven't forgotten about everyone else in the battle still plays out in regular Core Series as well. Both lines are continuing to get cool new additions. I think I stumbled over some of his text there, as I did in the initial answer. Basically, the same stores you've been buying the Core at, you know, here in America, it's Walmart. Uh, in the UK, it's, I mean, in Europe, it's Smith's Toys. And, you know, other countries, like, I think it's in Kmart in Australia and other places. So, basically, where you've been buying the core is where you're going to continue to buy the core. And that's great, because I sure would hate to be, I'm in Georgia. So, if the core went out of Walmart and I couldn't buy it at Target, look, we don't have Meyer here, you know? So, that, that's great. That's good news. Now, next question. What characters are returning? And are we getting new some new faces like the new female figures from last year? Will the super soldiers be returning? Well, I turned into a Muppet that time, didn't I? Okay. Blake goes on to answer, I love making characters. And honestly, figures are at the heart of any good storyline. And that's what the whole world is built up around. Whenever designing the characters, I always try to bring them to life and put a bit of soul into them so they're not just husk of plastic. Make sure someone you would make them someone you would want to know or would have to struggle against. I'm really excited about some of the new key characters we've we're developing that expand the epic battle this playing out between the core and the curse. So guys, Blake's basically telling us there's some new guy new new faces coming. There's some new characters. So we get to look forward to that. I'm 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 hoping we get not just um I'm trying to find words. Not just uh new characters, but I'd love to see new twists on old characters. And that's one good thing about the core. They give you new characters and make returning characters 
still interesting. So that's great. Now, next question. What vehicles can we look forward to? Perhaps the popular exosuits will return, or possibly the bio wings. Okay. Blake has, answers, it's a shame that the exosuits hasn't done, haven't done well at retail. I've always liked these, the idea of these big battle mechs and was a big fan of Mech Warrior as a kid. Hopefully things pick up and we can develop more, into, develop more into these cool battle armor suits. But at this time, we'll probably hold off. That's a shame because we actually had a really cool flying one with lights and sound in the works. Well, guys, I was a big fan of those exosuits and I know a lot of people liked them too. So it's a shame that there's not going to be any new ones uh, just yet for this new line, it seems. But reading that is cool that they actually had one planned that was a, a flying one, you know, and it had lights and sounds. That's cool. I would love to get, I'd love to see that. Hopefully, ho hopefully I can uh, coerce him to send me pictures. Hey, Blake, you know, we're homies, right? Can I see this flying exosuit? I'd really like to see it. Um, wow, it's it's funny he's saying he, he was a big fan of Mech Warrior. Uh, just because... I think everyone of along a certain age group was. I know I remember um, playing some of the computer games quite a bit. And I had a friend who was huge into the role-playing game. So it's just kind of funny how sometimes it really is a small world after all, you know? All right, let's go to the next question. Also, have you guys ever considered a fan collector's club? I think, a limited, I think limited exclusives would sell well. Blake goes on to answer... It's in, it's interesting interesting suggesting this being a value driven line. It's somewhat outside of what we typically would consider our main business. But I'm an avid toy collector and an action figure junkie. If it's a really cool idea you suggest. I think you made a typo. <laughs> Can you imagine a resculpt of the classic Whispering Willie? Blake, I want a new Whispering Willie. <laughs> I really it's 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 cool because that's one thing that makes the core unique is the fact that you get a high quality action figure at a really low price. So I can understand how a high end premium version of it's probably not on their radar. But let's keep. Hey Blake, you you could make like a a. a okay, okay, guys, you, if you know the core figure Boulder, that's actually Blake. He 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 patterned that figure after himself. Now Blake, imagine Boulder, the same figure you got there but with a 5 million paint applications and like a whole bunch of accessories. Man, that would be awesome. So we, we can dream, right? I'd love a new Whispering Willie. He was a, such a great classic core character. It'd be cool to see him updated and hopefully part of the curse because if he was a member of the core, he'd be like, what, what are you doing here, buddy? You're, you're a bad guy. <laughs> so here we go. Last, last little bit, I, basically a who am I section. My name is Blake Noah. I hope I'm saying that right. Blake Nichols. And I'm the corporate design director and have been guiding and developing the core to what you excuse me, see today out on the shelves. I'd love to get a chance to talk with more of the fans and see you guys, see you guys at shows in the coming year. We'll try to make some of the more, con, more of... I think there's a little typo there. Basically... He's saying he'd love to meet more fans and make it to conventions, which I'd love to see Blake at a convention. That'd be awesome. So if you want to hear more or hit me up, you can find my own website, www.blakeno.com. That's Blake, 
N-O-H.com or email me at infoblakenaw.com. Being, I, I'm sorry, I think I'm saying that wrong. Of course, it's infoblakenaw.com. And then, you know, I said, hey, thanks for answering my questions, Blake. And he's like, hey, thanks for asking. Blake is a stand-up dude. And it's really nice to know that just everything he's told us about the core here. So, core fans that are listening to this, heads up. Come Thanksgiving, we have more to be thankful for than what we normally have to be thankful for. We get to look forward to something more than turkey dinner and punching someone out uh, at Black Friday just to get... Actually, I kind of really like punching people out at Macy's. But... You know, we have more to look out, look forward to in Thanksgiving other than the holiday itself. We got core news coming. So everyone hang on tight. Now, guys, let's switch over to the questions and awesome portion of being awesome. The show about Transformers and having fun. The show about loving Transformers and having fun. Now, for those who are new to the show, the questions and answer portion of the show is fed by a thread that is exclusive to the exclusive forums of uh, Being Awesome. And that would be Talk Transformers. It's a group on Facebook. Search it out. Join. And every so often, I'll post one of these threads needing to refill the, the, the pool of questions that I pick from each week. And I just did one this week, and it already filled up. The pool is full. And you know what, guys? That doesn't mean anything. If you don't see the thread, keep asking questions. You can send me one directly. You can ask me one right there on the group. Or if you see the thread, just pop one in there. I'll see it. Now, I have a lot of material in this pool. So I'm going to do what I've been doing. And that's just, I'm going to, I've got it all on a notepad on my phone. I am going to flip. Big money, big money, no whammy. Stop. And our first question this week comes from my pal, Dusty Griffin. Dusty is an awesome guy and a great artist. If you haven't seen his work on the TFCon Charlotte uh, comic, you've probably seen it at, at your local Mellow Mushroom. Dusty is an awesome guy and an awesome artist. And he goes on to ask, where did the terms Deluxe and Voyager start? I feel like Leader Class started in the first set, but I'm really not sure. Dusty, that's an awesome question. And let's see if I hopefully answer this correctly, being that I'm sure on almost everything. Deluxe, for the better part, started off in Beast Wars. Now, they might have used the terminology in uh, Generation 2, but I don't think it was an actual class. I think they were still separating them by different kind of rough sizes, like these cost this much, these cost this much. I think it was really Beast Wars when the, the... when the big box stores started to take more of a hold of retail product and were like, we want to sell things in price classes. And I think that's where Deluxe became a more of a mainstay set. In fact, I think that's where it was more of a price class, price class, price class, price class versus these figures cost this much. These figures cost this much. And in Beast Wars, you start having basics, Deluxes, Megas that were 15 bucks, um, the $20 price class, which I think they called supers at the time. And then there was a $25 price class that, that my mind's just blanking on what it was called. Uh, ultras, I think I could be wrong. And they pretty much stuck in those. Now, optimal Optimus was a size class above those, but I think he literally was just optimal Optimus. 
uh, as a size class, you know, because he was a larger toy. But that's where it came from. Essentially, big box stores started running the way we buy toys here in America and in other countries that work similar. Now, that goes into why, say, a Takara Deluxe may have a million more paint apps and accessories than a Hasbro Deluxe. And that would be because Hasbro wants to sell that toy at Walmart. So to make it be able to sell at a certain price and be profitable for them, it kind of has to fall into that budget. While over there, uh, Dakara doesn't have to worry about it. So one Bumblebee toy can be what the equivalent of $500 if they choose so, with a million paint apps and accessories and sound chips and a, a, a DVD player and all sorts of stuff. And the exact same Bumblebee mold can be repainted next to it for $3.99 in a slightly plain outfit-looking color. That's where that name comes from. That's, that's, to my knowledge, the beginning of it. That's when I first remember seeing it. Now, like I said, it could have been initiated in Generation 2, and I just missed it, but that's where it first became commonplace, and it's been going on since then. Though in Armada... They renamed the Deluxe uh, Class Supercon for that time of Armada before an Energon it became Deluxe again. Now, Voyager, the $20 prize class, that name came up in Cybertron just uh, shortly after the Armada that I just spoke about because Energon's still, I think, I can't remember, they changed all the entire, like the mega price point just went away. You know, after Robots in the Sky is the first version, it just went away. And the $20 price class, um, it had a different name in Armada after what it had been for. Because pretty much Beast Era kept the names, and then Robots in the Skies kept the names of the price class. I think Basics, uh, yeah, pretty much. Because Spy Changers were Basics, and then, you know, the smaller bots like Ruination members or whatever, those are Basics. Um... And they changed that name in Armada for that $20 price class to something that I, once again, I'm blanking on because I just, I, I'm blanking on it. And then Energon, they named it, I think something a little different. That was a little more similar to its original name. Actually, no, in uh, Energon, they called the $20 price class the, excuse me, Mega class. So Mega went from being the $15 price class, went away in Armada, and then was used for the $20 price class, which, but believe it or not, has caused me some confusion in general discussions uh, online. As a, people like, no, Megas. No, when they were 15 well, I paid 15 for Megas and Energon. That's because you bought them on sale. Anyway, in Cybertron, they renamed that Mega into Voyager. It became the Voyager price class, and that's where it stayed. It has stayed Voyager since Cybertron. So roughly since 2005, the $20 price class for Hasbro toys has been Voyager. And I hope they don't change it because, good lord, it's been called Voyager for like 11 years now. The name stuck. We got Deluxes and we got Voyagers. Now, they've kind of moved to basics to call them Scouts. And, uh, you know, they changed all their names. Like, Legend became Legion. You know, Commander became Legend. Now they're all legends, and Takara's got a line called Legends, and they have a Legend class Legend and Legends, and these Legion guys at Family Dollar are called Legends on the cards. You know, they, they mess with these names too much, and it's just malarkey, man. So cut that out. 
<laughs> it gets actually I remember one of the funniest cases of the uh, names being confusing. One of the funniest ones was in Energon. Okay, they were calling uh, their basics. There were um, yeah, because the basics kind of went away in Armada just for a minicon class. And uh, so you had your basics, your deluxes, and your megas. And that's also where leader class came from. Leader class, I think, I want to say it started off in Armada, but I'd be wrong because uh, Megatron was in that $25 price class. Where basically, I think Ultra is what they called it. And um, Optimus was his own price class. I think he was Supreme. Well, Energon, they had the leader price class. That's when they really started using it. And that was basically Optimus and Megatron, you know. So, where was I going? Anyway, when they do the repaints of these characters, usually they give them some snazzy name like Night Ops Bumblebee for a black stealth paint Bumblebee, you know, something like that. Well, in Energon, they named, this is Funky. Some of the repaint, when they did the repaints of the characters, sometimes they'd call them Power Links, or sometimes they'd just call them Energon. So, Strongarm, in the toy line Energon, had a toy called Energon Strongarm in the line Energon. So, I was looking for Energon Strongarm in Energon. I was looking for Energon, Energon Strongarm. So, one day, I'm at work. And I get a call from my mother. She's visiting family out of state. And while she's there, she's calling me. Hey, they got some of these to- your Transformers. I've seen if there's any of them you needed. And I was at the time, I was looking for Energon Strongarm. The second version of Strongarm, the repaint, who was named Energon. Now, they had chain- Energon had black packaging until the- they did the uh, line refresh halfway through. And it got red packaging. So, I had Energon Energon, strong arm, I was looking for. And he was on a red package. Now, those that black packaging had some red on it. Okay? So, my mom calls me. And she goes, I was like, okay, it says Energon, strong arm. She goes, okay, I see the ones that say Energon. Okay, yeah. He's going to cost, I think it's like five, seven dollars, something like that. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I see these here. Okay, so his name's strong arm. I see strong arm. And I'm like, okay. It's particular. There's strong arm, and then there's energon strong arm. Oh well, this one says energon. Okay, it's going to say energon, but on the card it's going to say energon strong arm. She goes, well, this one says energon and strong arm. Okay, and I was like, is he blue? Because yeah, he's got blue on him. Oh, okay, okay. And the card's red. Yeah, there's red on the card. Okay, great, great. Yeah, energon strong arm, red card, blue. Yeah, that's the one I'm looking for. Thanks a lot, mom. So. A week or so later, I go visit my mom, and she gives me this toy she found. It was the regular Energon Strongarm. See, the red on the card was the red that was on the black card, and the toy actually did have a little blue painted on him, and regularly before the blue repaint. Yeah. These names can be funny. So, hey, everyone. Check out Dusty's art. He's really talented. This is one thing I've always been able to say... Yeah, Transformers is more than just a hobby. You know what I mean? It's you know, sure it's, it's cartoon and comics and toys and all this fun stuff, but there's a fandom to it. You know, that's that's what we're all talking here for. And 
being a fan and being involved with the fandom has really afforded me to meet some really awesome people. And I, despite having a ton in common with Dusty and making awesome friends with him, I've never gotten to meet him if I didn't love Transformers. So that's really awesome. And this is being awesome. The podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. You can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. And you know what? You can also check out my personal website, ZoneBase.org. This past week, I've only posted up one update to it just because like life's been a little hectic this month. But I want to post it again this weekend. I didn't get that Enigma conversation conversation enigma of combination article up like i planned to but it's coming i just kind of i want to i want to i want it to be the way i i want to make it right before i publish it you know what i mean so it might be a while on that one but there will be a new uh update this weekend <laughs> so I, I got the feeling i really hope i put more time into it before I just had a window pop up that said updates are available to install. So I really hope nothing got messed up in this recording. So if there's any chips or chirps or weird noises, my bad. I just saw a thing telling me there's updates. Hopefully, hopefully it won't uh, come, <laughs> come until I'm done. Anyway. Yeah. Life's really hectic right now because it's summer and summer's really busy in my work. And I'm getting married here soon. So my life's really busy. So hopefully my website doesn't take too much of a back <laughs> back seat to it, but I promise I'm updating it. Just not as regularly as I want to for the time being. But that's zonebase.org. Being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, is part of the TF Radio Network. The Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. You can find me me. You can find this being awesome and all of our other awesome shows at TFRadio.net. All the shows, all the showtimes. And while you're there, check out those Amazon links. It's an easy way to help support the network without really paying anything. Next time you need to shop through Amazon, you need to buy something on Amazon. You need to buy a Snickers bar for 79 cents on Amazon free shipping. Guys, you're going to pay for shipping on a Snickers bar. I don't think there's free shipping. But we're, say you're ordering a Snickers bar and you have Amazon Prime, and you get free shipping, and you go and you pay $0.79. Cents. I don't know if that's what it costs on Amazon, but I'm assuming. And you pay it without you paying anything extra. You just actually help support our site by going through those links. And we really thank you for it. That's really awesome of you. This was Being Awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. Everyone drink. I said that 50 times. This episode, 51 more times, Being Awesome is the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun. And you know what, guys? I'm going to bed. So thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back next week, or I'll be back next week. I don't know who this we is. I'm looking behind me just to make sure there's no, like, ring ghost or Annabelle from Conjuring or anything standing behind me. There's like a million Michael Myers dolls to my right, but I got my eye on him. He's shifty. Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer.
got you with thoughts. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Transform, see the future. Tell me the way I'm free, but can I? Psycho, you power, you can't be hero.